Welcome to the Fashionista Life, where we talk about fashion, interior design, parenting, and everything that encompasses the lifestyle of a fashionista. You can't help but smile with our host, Jennifer Johnson, a true fashionista and lifestyle expert, coming to you live from Naples, Florida. Welcome to the Fashionista Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Johnson. If you find yourself here, you may be looking for courage, clarity, or confidence in your life. Or maybe you just want to be entertained, and that is great as well. So let's go ahead and get started. Today, we're welcoming back into the studio, Melissa Severance. She is a leadership and career coach and is also an HR consultant and training specialist. Welcome back. Thanks to have me again. I love this. It's um, last time we learned so much. You had uh, an event yeah. called HR Disrupt, which exactly. was wonderful, amazing, informative. And now I really wanted to delve into HR because I mm-hmm. know that that's one of your kind of pillars, right? Exactly. So your pillars would be HR, coaching, coaching and training and speaking, and training and speaking. So I think it's always great that you know when you have some pillars, something to stand on, something to be like, this is what I'm about, right? Mm -hmm. It's so important. It makes your message so much clearer. Yeah, absolutely. So HR, I want to talk about six strategies that will help with employee retention because let's face it, whether we're having problems hiring or we're having problems retaining, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, that's kind of like everybody's in the same boat. Everybody. And I I don't know if it, from me, from a standpoint, I have over 50 employees. I feel like it almost happened overnight, like after COVID, like it was boom. Yeah. And all of a sudden you couldn't find employees or people weren't wanting to work. What shed some light on that? Yeah. You know, they, they called it the great resignation. Mm -hmm. Um, the great reshuffle, you know, people were. I haven't heard leaving. that one. The yeah, great reshuffle. Yeah, now it's uh, career cushioning's happening. I don't. Know oh my! I love that one. Silent quitting. I've and heard of that, quitting, but what is yeah. career cushioning? Oh, that's where you know employees are taking their own learning and development in their own hands to get ready for that next role. Oh, um, so really upskilling. Um, you know, getting certifications, getting experiences to do what they want to do, what they're passionate about, um, and going out and maybe doing it at another firm, not the firm they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe because they're not fulfilled at that firm. So that's why retention is really needed at this point mm-hmm. because people are ready for change. Uh, we've been through so much mm-hmm. and they want to make sure they're doing um, something that they feel that they have purpose um, in, um, that they enjoy and they're passionate about. So we need to make sure that they feel that the company they're at right now is that okay. for them. So how can we create that? Let's talk. Uh-huh. Let's talk about the six things we can do for retention. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure we all have been hearing about flexibility. Mm-hmm. That's kind of one of the biggest things. Um, it's really, you know, maybe some places can't do remote work, but we have to be flexible in other ways. How are we expecting our employees to show up? Are you expecting them to be on call 24 hours a day? Are you mm-hmm. letting them do boundaries? Are you letting them be flexible with going to doctor appointments? People want to be able to live their lives and also work, mm-hmm. you know, that work-life harmony. Right. Um, that everybody is really striving for. So mm-hmm. how can you give that to your employees in small ways if you can't do 100% remote, which many companies unfortunately can't. Right. Like I look at my situation, I'm a retail store. Yeah. We, there's no way we could be yeah. remote, but we could be flexible in allowing maybe a different start time. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Or something. That's perfect. It's different start time or um, leaving early some days and then the other days they come in extra early. So, so. maybe working uh, 10 hour days sometimes during the week and then eight hour days, others kind of like that. Correct. Yeah. Everybody has different wants and needs within mm-hmm. their life. So individually kind of working with them would help um, them feel that you're really caring about mm-hmm. their life and them as a person. Okay. Yeah. So that's number one. Yeah. Flexibility is very, very important. Um, another one is developing leaders. Um, we have allowed a lot of people to step up because we didn't have probably the right person maybe to be in a role, which I think is great. You know, mm-hmm. I love giving people opportunities, but we haven't really been giving that training to let them be a good leader. And they are dealing with teams of people and we, we need to make sure they have the leadership skills, um, training internally, externally, maybe giving them coaching internally um, or external, you mm-hmm. know, using a, a, you know, executive leadership coach if needed. Um, to address all the growth areas that they need so they be a better leader and continue to grow as they lead the people on their team. That's a great point because it's something that I think as a business owner, we don't always think about. It just, I guess it really depends on what your industry is. Um, you may look at the, the top leaders, your, your management, uh, but sometimes I think that the not management can also Everybody should grow their own individual leadership. So Mm -hmm. I think everybody needs leadership training throughout the whole firm, but there's ones that need a little bit more care if they're, Mm -hmm. if they're, you know, dealing with a big group of people and leading them because employees leave managers, they don't leave companies. Yeah, that's very true. And even if you, you know, how I look at it is to hire a manager from outside is always harder than hiring someone from inside. So if you take someone who's not currently in a management position and you train them, eventually they could move up into that position yeah. and you're not having to look outside. Yeah. And, and you know, the next area is is having growth and leadership um, for our people, um, really having them to be able to get to the next level and upskills. So you want to have your people go into those leadership roles, but you need to give them the tools. You need to make sure they have the training, the mm-hmm. expertise. Um, and most times when we do that, we promote within, they've never led or or ever been a leader mm-hmm. to a group of people. So you need to make sure they have them tools in their toolkit to really be successful. So tools in their toolkit yeah. is number three. Yes. And I totally get that. I totally do because how do I know how to, it's it's like you wouldn't expect to throw somebody in who wants to be a doctor who's never had the training. Right. Right. You need to have tools in your toolkit to be able to manage employees, to lead them. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with that. Yeah. You know? Um. And ask them what they need too. Sometimes um, it's a quick conversation. It could be really easy. It could be going in and just observing meetings Mm -hmm. or doing a project that they haven't done before. So they have some additional expertise in that area that's going to help them. Mm -hmm. Um, Or practicing public speaking um, so they present better and communicate better with their team. Um, There's so many ways that it doesn't have to be a full certification. It doesn't have to be a full course, but we can help them by giving Mm -hmm. mentorship to them to make sure they see another leader in action of how they perform and how they interact with people. So they know what they want to be and what they want to strive to be. And, you know, I find it interesting. It's, I've learned this in, in uh, the realm of customers, but sometimes you can't just assume what they need because it's not always what they are going to ask for. You need to ask, what is it that you feel you need? Yeah. And then kind of work with that as well. Absolutely. I think, 
we don't have those conversations enough asking, you know, what can I do to help you? Mm -hmm. Um, What are you struggling with? What is challenging right now? What do you feel good about? Even Mm -hmm. just figuring out that all those questions help figure out their unique abilities or where they need opportunities for improvement. Right. Absolutely. Is your closet overflowing or maybe your kids' closets are as well? Or maybe you just want to redecorate your home. If you're wondering what to do with all that stuff that you've accumulated, bring it all to True Fashionistas or even ship it to them for free and they'll sell your unwanted items for you. They take away all the hassle by doing all the work and all you have to do is sit back and collect your money. You can reach out to them online at truefashionistas.com. Come into the store or check them out on Facebook or Instagram and that's truefashionistas.com. Welcome back, my friends. We are in the studio with Melissa Severance, and Mm -hmm. we are talking about retention, employee retention. I know this is on everybody's mind. It has been for quite some time. Yeah. We need to really create that rewarding place for people to work at so they do Mm -hmm. great work. Exactly. So we went through the top three. Number one was flexibility. Number two, develop leaders. And number three, growth and leadership training, basically toolbox. Fill their toolbox. Absolutely. What is number four? Um, I think it's overall communication. It's really uncovering insights from our employees about what they need um, from the company, what they need for them to get to the next level. Um, And we could do that through, I call them stay interviews. Um, What do you call them? Stay interviews. Stay interviews. Oh, I like that. Yeah. it's, It's kind of a different way of checking in. I think we went through some of the questions of really figuring out what they enjoy about their work, what they want to do more of. What is holding them back? Um, asking powerful questions to really listen and learn about them and see what really they need from the company, from you as a leader, so you can help them get to the next level. You know, as we're talking about this, I just had a fleeting yeah. thought. So in your coaching business, mm-hmm. and I know we're straying yeah. of course here, but in your coaching business, do you coach managers Yeah, in this very thing, like the stay interview? Like, you know, you could have a, a, an employer who has a manager and the manager is doing the day-to-day, but kind of lose sight on the overall picture, that 10,000 foot view yeah, where they need to do some of this retention stuff or they start losing employees. And then they're like, why am I losing these employees? They come to you mm-hmm. and you coach that manager on some of this stuff. Is that? Absolutely. It's, it's totally um, relatable to know that communication is key in mm-hmm. everything. Um, so I have many CFOs, CEOs that come to me and they're just going through the tasks that need to get done, right. and not really um, talking about the purpose or why we're doing this and asking for ideas and really just sitting and listening. Mm-hmm. They're always talking and telling. So you need to change your approach to really get people to be motivated mm-hmm. to do more for you and to show up better for you and to have these great ideas come to you. Mm-hmm. you know, have that open door policy. So we really need to communicate in a, in a powerful way, but sometimes communication is best when you're just listening. Right. Asking questions, but then listening to the answers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So I, more than anything, we're, we're really concentrating on listening skills, um, you know, asking for advice, you know, things that we just don't do. You mm-hmm. just have to have a few powerful questions to go into a meeting with, and it changes the whole dynamic right. of the meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, number five. Uh, has to be about wellness offerings. We need to make sure that we are helping our people mentally, physically, and financially. Okay. All three together. Um, so, you know, on the um, physical side, you know, you might see healthy lunch and snacks coming in. 
um, wellness comp- uh, competitions, um, getting people to be, um, you know, maybe giving health coaching or help them talk about nutrition to make sure they're healthy, mm-hmm. you know, so they perform better at work. Um, and then on the financial side, maybe you have, um, you know, a financial uh, planner come in and help your people make sure they're planning for the future and planning for, you know, what they're doing right. with their money. Um, and then the last thing is is definitely, you know, the mental, um, you know, I, I'm a big component of mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just talking about that. Yeah. Uh, it's so important to me. I feel like it was a game changer to me to really be more present and mm-hmm. in the moment and uh, really figure out what was going on. I think sometimes we we think about what's going, what we're going to be doing after the meeting or mm-hmm. what just happened Absolutely. the meeting before. So we really need to start practicing some different ways of working so mm-hmm. we're more mindful. Because we can go on autopilot and we've all done that. Yeah. Like you said, I've just got to get this done, this done, and this done. And I forget about everything else mm-hmm. and I'm tasking. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I really need to get into deep work sometime. And maybe it's the deep work of the conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, um, everybody multitasks and it doesn't work. We need to do single tasking. <laughs> so you're talking, <laughs> don't preach to me yeah. because I am the multitasker of the universe. <laughs> well, hey, you maybe figured it out, but I most people haven't. I'm not sure that I have, but yeah, I think when we do kind of, get in that deep work mode, we're being more mindful mm-hmm. and we're really just concentrating on one thing. And it could be just that conversation with mm-hmm. that one person. There were actually a set of books that came out a long while ago by Don Miguel Ruiz. Mm-hmm. And they are all about mindfulness. And this is, you know, 20 years ago, yeah. but it's all about mindfulness and being in the moment yeah. because you can't, how are you going to remember what just happened if you weren't present with your mind? Yeah. Absolutely. So great set of books. There's like four of them. I have I think, to definitely but, check those out. Yeah. Really awesome. Love it. And what is number six? Oh, there's so many. Um, you know, I've, I've been- Do you have more than six? I have so many. <laughs> um, I have more than you can know because I think there's so many, every company is so different mm-hmm. that there's different things that you need to do depending on what your employees' needs are. Um so the next one I probably would love to highlight is recognition and rewards. Okay. Um, it could be just as easy as a thank you or mm-hmm. employee of the month or, you know, um, bringing everybody together for a lunch celebration, mm-hmm. um, celebrating the wins. All of that together um, really makes people want to come to work mm-hmm. and excited about it and know that you're really appreciated for everything you're doing each day. Right. I love that. We yeah. bake cupcakes or I, I used to bake cupcakes <laughs> for everybody's birthday oh. or employee anniversary. Like their, you know, employment anniversary. Yeah. But then... You get so many people I, I you've been baking right. all the time, right? And I'm like, why have I gained 10 pounds? <laughs> What's going on? I like what I'm making. I don't know. Yeah. But now I do it once a month. And, and so... Celebrate all of them. But people are like, oh, that's so cool. But you know what? I don't even think of it as... I love doing it. I love yeah. being able to celebrate them yeah. with something. Yeah. And you're building better connections too mm-hmm. and relationships with your employees when you do this stuff. And they're all going to be rooting for each other and they're all going to be wanting to be recognized. So they're going to do better work as well. Mm-hmm. So in in um, in closing, yeah. what is like the number one thing you would tell any employer out of anything we've talked about or maybe didn't touch mm-hmm. on with, in, with regard to employee retention? Like the, what is one nugget that you want everybody listening to remember? I think it's, the key is communication, impactful communication that really um, both sides really get listened to mm-hmm. and you really get some really great ideas out of it. And I think that'll help you know what your company really needs and what your employees needs. 
That is wonderful. So if our listeners want to get in touch with you, they need help, they need coaching, whatever it is that they need that you can help them with, how do they reach out to you? Yeah. So I have a website, inspirebigdreams.com. My email is melissa at inspirebigdreams. Um, And I'm on all social channels under Melissa Severance or Inspire Big Dreams. So look for me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Fabulous. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. And thank you, friends, for joining us today and every week here on The Fashionista Life, brought to you by True Fashionistas. If you want a deeper dive, head to my website, thefashionistalife.com, to sign up for my weekly newsletter where we take a deeper dive into a new topic. Have a fabulous day. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of The Fashionista Life. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. That helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode of The Fashionista Life.